All right, today's topic, milk, eggs, paper towels, the different list. Sorry, hold on. <laughs> you're doing this stupid thing where you're smiling, where he goes, that's really funny. But then he does a laugh. We're going to keep these smiles. outtakes. These are actually really funny. Don't make them outtakes. This is the podcast. No. Well, we got to get started because there's. I wanted to address uh, some stuff. So Address some stuff? Just start off with... Or do we already have apologies to make from yeah. our last podcast? We apologize for the last thing we put out there. For the kisses especially. This is episode number one. This is episode number one. It's our second podcast, but it's episode number one. How can people uh, follow us? All right. Yeah. So since we've launched last week, we were just overwhelmed by the following we got for really having not even a real episode out there. So thank you to everyone that's followed and subscribed so far. But Mostly my family. And some of my friends, I guess. Um, but yeah, we wanted to let you know, you can actually find us in a lot of places right now. We're on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and actually very happy to announce that we're on iTunes. So uh, as we'll be talking about the new iOS devices and such, definitely use that podcast app and search for The Average Enthusiast. So, Brandon put iTunes, woot. Woot, that is, that is a big deal. Sorry, um, exclamation mark. Woot. Woot. So we'll, uh, we'll actually put links to all of this in the doobly-doo below the videos and or posts. So you can easily find all this and subscribe to us. So mm-hmm. thank you for listening. Yeah, to the bottom of the doobly-doo. Is that a real thing? Yeah, the brothers Green, Hank Green and John Green. Uh, John is the one who wrote The Fault in Our Stars. Very good book. Very sad, though. Very good um, movie. Their YouTube videos, they call the the YouTube description the doobly-doo. And I know there's a reason for it, but I don't remember what it is. So. so no. So the answer to my question is no. It is not a technical term. It is not a technical term, although other people do say it. Um, so the iPhone 8 just came out. Yes. Now, I put it in my hands. The one thing that I will tell you about it, it's heavy. Yeah, I've not held one yet, but that's that's interesting because the... From from everything I, I saw, I assumed it was going to weigh just about the same. But it's nice. That's that's good news because that means that Apple's keeping the battery bigger, which I know everyone's a thin device and yada, yada, yada. But honestly, I'll take a thicker device if you put a bigger battery in it. So I hope that's why. You know, I'm trying to find the actual weight of the phone in comparison to the old ones, but I honestly don't. I, I've held it. It's specifically the Plus model in your hand. It feels like you've got... I mean, some heft to it. Yeah. To where I, it made me realize that I actually didn't notice the weight of my older phones. But put it this way, though. If the phone was solid lead and it weighed that much, is it actually going to be really that heavy? No. Like I mean, it's a or... small device. So, I mean, it's not you're not going to get back problems from putting it in your pocket or anything like yeah. that. So, a little bit of weight's not that big of a deal. It's absolutely not a negative comment towards the phone saying that it's right. heavy. If anything, yeah, exactly like you said. That means they're putting more battery in it, which... Yeah. There's no one on earth that doesn't appreciate that. With these like huge screens and displays, and you know, speaking of like the iPhone 10, right? There's some millions and millions of pixels in there. I I'd say like yeah, make them a little thicker, put in the bigger battery, let this thing last more than the 12 hours that they last today. Uh, you know, you think of the old Nokia days where your phone lasted like three months. You know, granted yeah. they weren't smartphones, but still, yeah. Well, and uh, you know, they kept what I call the forehead and the chin. Yeah, the phone, yep. that big black bar on the, or for the white model, the big white bar on the top and the bottom. So they have the 10, you know, that's, that's uh, getting rid of that. But that has ears now. That is ears. So, well, it's got like a, a widow's peak. Kind of, kind of, right? <laughs> With a little cutout right at the top. Oh, the man. Well, we'll have to post a picture of someone photoshopped uh, Johnny Ives with uh, <laughs> the little ears in his hairline. It's really funny. What is your thought on that? Only because if you've seen some of the Android phones that came out this year, mm-hmm. that's the big thing about 2017. 
make the bezel smaller. Mm-hmm. And if you can, make it so that they're almost non-existent. Like, stretch out the phone, get rid of that forehead and chin. Yeah, I mean, like, ideally, I think we're, we're going to a place where, especially with, like, the availability of, of high-quality OLED displays and things like that, we're going to have devices that really just literally stretch the limits in that there won't be a bezel. Uh, you know, Samsung did the curved display, right, With a, on the side of the device. They actually made use of that. Which are mixed. The people that have it, they have mixed thoughts right. on that, too. But, know? I mean, honestly, it'd be great to see, like, just the entire thing as a display that ultimately just changes based on what apps you're using. Like, maybe you do want that forehead and chin for some reason. Let the app put it in there. Yeah. Now, I will make another note because... Uh, so I, I, I write software for a living, and while I'm not always a mobile developer, I do a lot of web work. I do keep up on a lot of the mobile news, and something that I thought was really interesting is that Apple is saying, don't hide those, I'm just going to call them ears. They look at like ears. I know people Let's, are calling from them From now on, we're going to talk about them a lot. Let's they, talk about them. They look like ears. And so, we'll call them ears. ears. Dibbits or ears, or whatever. Something. So Apple actually specifically said, do not hide them. Like Everyone's like, why don't you just make them black, where they're always black? Because they just show at least on the home screen and stuff, they just show like your battery and your network status. So make them black then at that point so it yeah. blends in better. But they specifically said don't do that. What'll be interesting is like if you use your iDevice right now and you pull up something like Facebook, the bar on the top turns blue. Facebook says we want that to look like the rest of our app. What yeah. will happen with those ears? Will they be blue or will they stay some other color? I imagine they'll be blue. You know, it's the ears are an interesting aspect for a lot of things. I actually like the way they did it. It's gotten a lot of negative feedback, but I like that it separates, you know, it's not like Android. Have you ever seen an Android phone? Mm-hmm. The way they do the notifications, they have all the little stuff on the top. Yeah. And it, if you get a lot of notifications, it gets cluttered up there. Yeah. Apple never does that. It's just a solid, here's your signal, here's your time, here's mm-hmm. your battery. Yep. And I think there's some other apps you can Bluetooth, download. Bluetooth, things you. like that. Like mostly hardware related. Yeah. Nothing yeah. really software. Now, you, uh, we're going to put up a picture in the video of the idea of what it would look like if that entire upper area was black. Mm-hmm. Instead of the ears, it's, it's uh, cut out evenly. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're watching this on video, you'll be able to see that. Yep. Um, otherwise, we'll, uh, we'll post an image on our page, yeah. something like that. So here's the other thought. Um, the 10 comes in one size, mm-hmm. and it's right in between the uh, 8 and the 8 Plus, which for you guys that do have iPhones out there or if this is something that you are super interested in, more than likely, after it's been four years now, you probably picked your battle. Either you're a yep. Plus person or you're a normal size. Yep. Um, but the 10 only came in one size. Yeah, that's I, – I need to hold it in my hand to really know because I, – so I, I'm not up for a new phone. Um, I, I do buy them on my contract. Uh, I do pay over the course of the time, so – yeah. Um, I did think maybe next year going on the iPhone upgrade pro- program, but we'll see. Um, so I'm not up this year. Um, next year, I assume the iPhone, I don't know what they're going to call it. X, iPhone, XI. You know what? 58. So yeah, screw it. Whatever it is. Yeah. We'll just, we'll skip two more numbers or 10 more or two. Yeah. iPhone Pi. 10. iPhone 3. Pi. 3.145. No. So whatever is out next year, um, I'll definitely be getting. But the question is like, if there isn't a plus model, do I just get that one size? Cause I actually really like the size of the plus. Yeah. I, I don't know, like Apple didn't call me for measurements or anything, but it fits in my hand perfectly. So great yeah. job, Apple. Uh, so, you know, a little bit smaller. Yeah, that's great. But I really like the size of the Plus. Well, if you look at the Samsungs, they have uh, three models this year. They have the S8, the S8 Plus, and then the Note 8. Now, have you ever seen the Note 8? That thing is monstrous. Um, it essentially has the same body size mm-hmm. as the Plus size iPhone. However, the screen goes across the entire thing. 
So question on that though, how quickly does it explode? <laughs> With that, I assume a bigger battery. With so. the Note 8. Yeah. You know, something about Samsung I've always noticed was interesting because before I had an iPhone, I had a Samsung. I had the Note 4, and I loved it. Those OLED displays, not mm-hmm. the LCD ones that Apple use. I know they're not as clear color, you know, as natural of a color, but mm-hmm. I mean, the colors just pop. I mean, they look good. Um, it seems like all Samsung phones get a little warm. Yeah. Like well, you my know, my Samsung iPhone gets phone. hot sometimes. If I'm using it a lot, I'll notice it gets warm. Yeah. I think that's just a mobile device thing. But then again, I've never really used an Android device long enough to know. My like, Samsung got real warm. Like burn your skin warm? No, it didn't get that warm. But warm enough where it's like, you know, this is uncomfortable. Like what's happening to my phone right now? Right. That kind of warm. Melt the plastic of your case. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hopefully not. Thank God it hasn't gotten to that. But um, no, the Note 8, you know, one of the things that they that they, Samsung did that was interesting is that they didn't they didn't uh, try to really improve on the battery. Their focus was, okay, you know, we got a lot of backlash. Well, we literally had bombs that we sent out to people. Uh, we got to fix these batteries. So they didn't, really, they didn't really improve on it as in give it a lot more capacity or anything like that. If anything, what's really interesting is even the Note 8 is a bigger body than the S8 Plus this mm-hmm. year. And it's a bigger screen and everything, more pixels that it needs to power up. They actually put a smaller battery in it than the S8 Plus. Oh, really? It's very slightly. It's like 50, whatever that, M-A. Ma's. Yeah. Ma's. I said Ma. Ma. 50, Milliamp hours. 50 moms. Not moms. Ma. <laughs> uh, Ma. 50 mommies uh, <laughs> less <laughs> than the... Uh, but... Uh, that it's an interesting choice. Um, obviously, I'll say right now I haven't seen the ten and it's not out yet. But um, Samsung's phone is probably before the iPhone ten comes out because I haven't seen it. Probably the best looking phone I've ever seen. <laughs> the Samsungs this year. Those screens look really nice going all the way across the screen. The way that this the screen actually will curve to the sides like that. Like which what we said. Yeah. You know, it's uh, people have mixed feelings about. Some people say your thumb will bump the side of the phone. Mm-hmm with that but uh i like it um uh, they look really good um i think samsung's on a good roll but this 10 has got me got me definitely curious about what iphone's take is going to be on the bezel-less phone yeah so speaking of iphones and stuff that's coming um so if you're not getting a new device at least if you have a recent device you should have gotten ios 11 if you haven't I'd say go ahead and upgrade. I, I haven't had too many issues. Oh, it's iOS 11? I thought it was iOS 1.1. It's 1.1. <laughs> um, so, yeah, iOS 11, uh, I did the update. Uh, I did not actually do the beta this year. I normally will grab, like, the beta and then do the GM before it goes live, but I didn't do it this time. Um, overall, I think it's pretty solid. Yeah. Um, I've actually only had one issue with an app, which was Facebook Messenger. It keeps crashing on me, but I imagine Facebook's going to yeah. get an update out there soon. And then some of my old apps went away, too, that just were never updated for 64-bit support. So, like, uh, for all you guitarists out there that have used ClearTune, uh, they have not updated that app in years. And as hmm. such, no longer works. So now I, I had to find it. a new tuner. So I haven't tried it. Um, but I'm really liking iOS 11. Uh, specifically, and I've seen mixed reviews on this, I actually really like what they did with the Control Center. Because um, as someone that uses not just the first page of the Control Center, mm-hmm. uh, the second page was Music. And then I have HomeKit um, for some home devices like my garage door. That was actually a third page of the control center. So I'd swipe up and it would remember the last page I was on. So if I wanted to turn on a flashlight, I'd have to swipe three times or twice to get to the flashlight. So now that's all in one spot. And they use, um, if you're on an older device without force 
touch, you have to hold. Mm. But with force touch, you can just push and it'll open up these uh, widgets. Mm. So that's kind of nice. That's probably my favorite feature in iOS 11. Uh, there's a lot of nerd speak. Yeah. First of all, you're going to get a lot of that. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> uh, no, actually, one thing that uh, so in this iPhone 6s, um, they introduced 3D touch, which, be honest with me, how much have you used it? Well, you uh, had the six, and then you jumped to the seven last. Right. Time. So, so I didn't even get in the success. touch for a year. Yeah. 3D touch so I've had it with the seven. Um, so I, everyone's complaining in this release because they got rid of, and you know, most people don't even know it was there. I would bet uh, on the on the six S and the seven on iOS ten, you could actually force touch on the left side, and it would open up the multitasker. So I guess people that were left-handed loved it because they mm-hmm. normally have their hand, you know, the phone on the left hand, so they just push and then the multi. Uh, switch yeah. would come up so that's gone but it'll be back uh craig can never pronounce his last name Fergarelli or whatever it is from apple Fergarelli. frogger um, <laughs> frogger so yeah I, i've used it only for the the music app because mm-hmm. there were some extra options you would get like to create playlists and create stations if you would force touch in the music app and that's pretty much it yeah I know that the reason I bring that up is that one thing that Apple's always been the best at is the user interface. Um, you know, as far as like making sure that any customer, when they grab their device, the learning curve is going to be very slim. Um, and it's uh, not only that, but the things that you use in one area of a device, you're going to be able to use in multiple areas. For uh, just keep saying force touch. It's one of those things like Apple didn't invent 3D touch. It was Android so actually, force, the touch. force touch. I'm pretty sure is what they say for the Macs. Is that what they say? Yeah, which I never understood. So what? It's 3D touch on the mobile devices, right? I don't know. Apple just has my brain. I don't know. They, it's just branded in there. Whatever I they, remember. whatever words they use. I everything I put pro at the end. Hey, this is white bread pro. You know, <laughs> <laughs> whatever terminology they use is just what I use for the whole year. Sliced bread, literally. Literally now, I just everything's the X to me. Yeah, not ten. 10. Um, I, I'm. It's gonna. Have be hard for me to not say iPhone X. I know. It is iPhone. 10. I think it's a missed opportunity because yeah. it's super confusing saying they have an iPhone 8 and mm-hmm. an iPhone 10. Well, it took me probably a jump in the future. What ten years for me to not say Mac OS X? Don't you mean X years? X years. It took me X years um, before I said Mac OS 10, and now yeah. they don't even have the number. And now it's just Mac OS. So, yeah. uh, what was um, you think about Apple? Even you know back in their original uh, days with the Mac. Um, they invented the mouse for computing. Well, they stole the idea. Well, hold on. There's a lot of controversy. I believe that they invented it. Uh, there were a lot of other things out there at the time, but they, they make what we use today, that style. Well, I, yeah, with the you left might be click, able to right click, that. everything yeah. like that. But what's interesting is that you think about the mouse on a computer. It's essentially augmented reality. You know, what you do with your hand in real life affects what happens on the computer. Yeah, and you can control can the computer that. using it. Yeah. Either way, it was brilliant. Uh, one thing, way that I fell in love with Apple, uh, I want to say four years ago when I first started using Apple products, um, I fell in love with the MacBook and the trackpad, the mouse mm-hmm. that they use for that. Every PC I've ever had, I hated those, like the trackpads. You know, they didn't work Synaptics well. touchpad. Yes. Bane of my existence. Oh, you're They're terrible. so nerdy. Uh, yep. I would, get a, I would get a mouse separate and plug it in USB because I didn't want to touch it. Yep. The MacBook, I couldn't get enough of it as to where when I finally got a Mac, a desktop Mac, I did not get a mouse. I got the trackpad 
because I loved it that much. I mean, just they they added like multi touch to it. There's a lot of things that make the work that I do on the computer quicker mm-hmm. using that. Um, to me, 3D touch had that potential too. Um, and now we're seeing it in little places like Control Center in iOS 11, being able to have those little panels, those little portions, able to press in on the phone and and to you know access other features, things like that. Um, I just hope they continue to do that. That's you know Steve Jobs didn't just make things look good and you know make make things um, uh, easy to operate. He also made things intuitive, you know, like pushing on a phone that does something different than just tapping on it mm-hmm. on the screen. Uh, he was he passed away before that came available on phones. But I'm assuming that's one thing he would be proud of. He would just <laughs> he would have put his signature on and said, "Hey, you know, that's a great job." I can't say that for everything Apple's done since Steve Jobs passed away, but that I can say. Yeah. So I like in iOS 11 they use that functionality more. I like yeah. it, and I just like pushing on my phone. It feels like. I feel like I'm powerful. It's kind of weird, like pushing on a glass screen. It's I a, punch it's a it. Different feeling. I go to the control center and I punch it. Yeah. To to adjust the lighting, and then I just scroll up with there my fist. Yep. Anytime I punch my phone to change the lighting, it always goes black. But mm-hmm. okay, so uh, another Apple item that came out uh, this last week. So we're talking about a lot of Apple stuff because there was just the uh, the Apple releases this last week. Yeah. Uh, is the Apple Watch Series Three, which I am a proud owner of. I finally got on the bandwagon with Apple Watches, and I've been using it since Friday. It came mm-hmm. Friday. Um, I got to say, I have some habits to break before I fully embrace this thing. I noticed today I pulled my phone out to check the time. So you, I know, so amateur. I, I know. I got, I have a watch now. I haven't worn a watch in like a decade. So not only am I, am I like getting acclimated to apple watch i'm actually getting acclimated to wearing a watch again mm-hmm. so yeah and it definitely does a good job of making your giant hands look more giant i know this thing is is huge so <laughs> um i i am really liking it uh i do have some more bands and stuff coming to, to kind yeah. of fit my taste and all that but uh, i definitely can see um both sides as to why people really love it and other people are like eh it's just it's it's not not for me um, so far, I am liking some of the health stuff. Like, uh, like I biked today. Did a quick you workout today. I did bike today. Wow! Um, good Your watch f- made you bike yeah, today. My watch made me bike, so it's getting me more active. Uh, but it was cool. Like, I could just say, like, you know, start a start a activity, and then yeah. it tracks my heart rate, um, which is really cool to see because, like, all the apps I've used before, I've never had a heart rate monitor, so that's mm. cool. Um, the notifications, of course, is is great to not have to pull your phone out to see it. Uh, when you can using Siri to to respond and things. Well, like you that. said an important thing when I got my Apple Watch. What was it a couple of years ago? And I had an Android watch before that too. Um, you said to me one time we were sitting at a restaurant, and I got a text message. We we're talking, and I lifted up my watch to look at to see what notification popped up because it it said something popped up. Yeah. And you immediately said to me, you know, it actually looks like you're more rude. Than normal because it looks like we're having a conversation and you're just checking the time like oh when's this gonna be over i'm yeah. not a fan of this guy yeah I, yeah and I, I i'm trying to be self-aware of that specific trait as well because like now like I, not to say it's right or wrong but we, yeah. we've grown so accustomed to people checking their phones so you almost don't think of it as long as you're not sitting there typing away well that too like if we were in that exact same conversation and i got a text message and i just picked up my phone to look at it real quick mm-hmm. That actually almost seems less rude. Yeah. The look at your watch because you you have the stigma of somebody's looking at their watch. 
They're bored. They're checking their time. They're checking their time. Are we done here? On the phone, I know you're probably checking a notification. So Yeah. I'm sure that stigma will go away after more people have smartwatches. But for now, it... It does look like you're checking it. I'm like, oh gosh. Well, I mean, we and there's yet? and there's the other side of the spectrum too. Like, I went on a date with a girl who just kept her phone on the table the whole time with the screen side up, yeah. just in case anything more important was going on. Yeah, you know? yeah, definitely. I mean, so you can still be rude to the phone. So don't I, use your phone on a yeah, date. Just leave it home. Please don't. Yeah. Well, you know, I I have seen this idea, and and I've never been with a group of people where we did this, but they'll put their phones in the middle of the table, and the first one to check their phone pays for everyone's meal. Yeah. I have not done that, but wow. Wait, we would win. We have Apple Watches. Well, okay. I, we don't, we don't okay. need to I check our know. phone. I don't know if that qualifies. We don't tell them. No, we go to the same dinner, you and I. Check the get, time. We get some third dummy. Yeah. <laughs> and, and come up, hey, I got a brilliant idea, dummy. Yeah. Except now we're telling <laughs> we them our, our plan. Phones in the middle of the table. And we call them dummy the whole time to not give it away. It's your phone, dummy. Uh, <laughs> so we text him. We keep text barraging him with our Apple Watches. Oh, to force them to get it. That'd be good. <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast, dummy, uh, we apologize. We apologize. But please but, buy our meal. And thanks for the meal. That yeah. was delicious. You know, my question for you on things that connect your phone to your wrist, mostly they're used for notification. They're also used for fitness tracking. I'd like to see the data that says America is actually getting healthier since these things came out, but I don't think that's a thing. I tracked my fitness for like the first month, and then I just became fat again. And sat around the house. So thanks, Apple. Actually, I start playing games on my watch now. See, it made you more honest. So, so it, did that. it made me more honest yeah. and it made me play more games. But who do you think the smartwatch is for? Or maybe a simpler question is who is it not for? Man, you know, that's a good question. Well, obviously, the Apple Watch specifically is an easy answer because, well, now with the LTE one, that might be a little different. But if you don't have an iPhone, then obviously the Apple Watch really isn't for you because yeah. you have to have an iPhone. But I mean, just there are tons of smartwatches. Um, but in general, I, I don't know. I think it's a really hard question because that's why I battled with getting one for so long. Because, well, like I said, I didn't wear watches to begin with. I know a lot of people that don't wear watches. You already have your phone on you all the time. And I already have my phone. So this is truly just a luxury item. Yeah. Like, it is not a necessity. You, in most cases, can't even leave your phone. Except, like I said, now that there is the LTE one, you, you could get by without it. Yeah. Um, I mean, honestly, like... I don't think need is something I would ever use with a smartwatch. Yeah. But people that it would benefit, of course, the health stuff because, you know, the heart rate monitor definitely adds to it. And then uh, being able to easily track activities like with GPS and things like that is really nice. And you can use it every day still too. Right. You don't just have to, even the little Fitbits. I mean, those still have functionality with like notifications during the day, things Mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. Um, Besides the fitness people. Um, my thinking is that if you are a person that likes to stay connected, you know, some people, they just have phones and they have smartphones that they use. The only reason why they have internet access on it is for emergency stuff. Mm-hmm. They use it as a phone and they use it to text just to communicate. Smartwatch probably isn't for you. Right. But if you are a person that, you know, you get notifications from lots of apps and, you know, you're constantly taking your phone out because of that. Um, or if you're a person that really just is attached to social media, which there's a lot of people out there, watch is great. And it also, and you might have even noticed a spike when I got my watch first. Uh, I noticed a spike in my battery life on my phone at the end of the day. I haven't really because that. I'm not going to my phone as often. Like if I get a text message or something, I'll just pull it up and respond to it from my watch. Yeah. I will say. So speaking of battery life, yesterday being the first full day with the watch. I went to go and charge it, 
and I still had seventy five percent battery life. So that's a lot better than my watch. Yeah. So I don't know if maybe it's just my usage. Yeah. Because I, I honestly, I didn't like use it all day long. It could be that um, your arm conducts electricity. I could be generating electricity. That is very true. Yeah. So I, I was very impressed by that because all the reviews I said basically said that you get about eighteen hours. Yeah. So seeing that I still had seventy five percent battery kind of blew my mind. So maybe that's just, maybe that's just a, an anomaly. But we'll yeah. we'll see after a week or so if it stays that way. Yeah. So the, obviously this was our podcast about Apple specifically. Um, uh, Brandon and I are Apple guys. Um, so yeah, we'll probably talk about Apple stuff in the future. Yeah, too. it'll de- it'll definitely come up more. But yeah, so we talked about a lot. And I uh, talked about Apple, uh, the iPhone 8, uh, iOS 11. We talked about the Apple Watch, things like that. For all of you, see better friend, request us. Like we said, it's in the doobly-doo. Average enthusiast. We're not great at anything. <laughs> I mean, I'm okay at some stuff, man. <laughs> it's, it's for yourself, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but we're enthusiastic about a lot. That was a podcast. You chose to listen to who? Think you make good choices Whether you dare her You have Brandon and Kendall Talk about things that are cool We're feeling enthusiastic That you can be average too So dumb, so dumb